You're listening to The Over 50 Entrepreneur, the podcast that's dedicated to the business builders who are only getting started when most are winding down. This is the place to discover how to create more freedom from your business while growing the value of your business. Now here's your host, Rick Hadrava. Hey everybody, this is Rick Hadrava and you're listening to another special episode of the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. By now you've been listening to a couple episodes where we've been bringing in expert entrepreneurs to share kind of their thoughts and some of their experiences, quite frankly, of what they're doing and what they're dealing with. And I think this is going to be no exception to the series of calls as I've reached out to somebody some of you have heard before, Russ Tubner, the founder and CEO of Hostbridge Technology, and actually was able to get two for the price of one today as Russ's daughter, Jenny Lowe, is in from Los Angeles, California, and we'll talk about that But she's an entrepreneur in her own right, and she has a company by the name of Flow, which is a marketing consulting company in California. And we're going to talk a little bit about what's impacted her and the business she's doing as well. So, guys, I think we'll dive right in and let me welcome Russ and Jenny to the show. Guys, welcome. Thanks for being here. Rick, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, I tell you what, you know, we talked about it. Let's just get to the core of it. What what's going on with you guys? You know, how are you being impacted by what we're up against in these unusual times? Uh, Well, I guess I'll jump in first. I think um, my time my time is being spent in a couple of different ways. One, I want to make sure that um, my employees are okay, uh, that everyone in their family and extended family are taken care of. Fortunately, we have a very tight team. Uh, We're all based here in Oklahoma. And so, you know, the the while we have had some impact from COVID-19 in Oklahoma, it's been moderate up to this point. Um, And so we're all trying to make sure that that we're all okay and and productive. Uh, We're in the technology business, so we all have technology at our home. We can be productive on behalf of our customers. Secondly, uh, we've reached out to all our customers to make sure that they're okay, to find out if there's anything that we can do for them uh, to to aid uh, their journey. Uh, it's pro- honestly, it's probably too early to know for many of them. Uh, but I'd say personally, um, apart from that, it's just about business uh, planning. I mean, I'm 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 worried. I, I say worried. I'm I'm thinking deeply about uh, what will happen. Um, economically and how it will impact Hostbridge technology. Um, our, we're, we're a company that builds software and we license software to our customers. They pay us annual maintenance fees or they, they license fees. And so I won't honestly know what the impact is to my, on the software company side for six to nine months. Maybe, maybe I'll know the impact, the meaning of this to my software company for, uh, in 2021. So there's all this ambiguity, all this, um, you know, we're, you know, we're having to kind of game out different scenarios and it's kind of crazy. So, uh, so Russ, what are some of those, um, what are some of those that are playing out in your mind as you're thinking through, you know, how this is possibly going to be impacted with those annual renewals and maybe different ways to, to do that. Are you having those thoughts? 
Well, yeah, we're, 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 I'm thinking through that kind of on a customer by customer basis. So for example, one of my um, best customers is the New York City Department of Education. Well, we all know the tragedy that has uh, come upon New York City. Uh, they've, they were, they tried to make sure they didn't need, or they tried not to close the schools. They realized that was important. The schools are now closed. I was scheduled to be in, in uh, New York City in mid-April to support them during their open enrollment period. I can't imagine that that's going to happen now. So lots of things uh, with a customer like that are just up in the air. Then you have another um, customer that was on our prospect list. Uh, they're involved in the provision of all sorts of supplies and services to the public school systems around. Well, who knows what the public school system needs? And so they're probably sitting at their headquarters trying to figure out how they forecast that. Mm -hmm. And so then that puts at risk our potential licensing activities or service activities with them. Now, I have other customers that are probably relatively unaffected. Um, so, uh, so, so it's kind really of a case bag. by case, case by case. Absolutely. Right have to go through case by case and we have to scrub. I mean, it's like every businessman, you're, you're scrubbing, you know, what happens to your ongoing already committed customers and revenue streams and what happens to your, um, your sales channel, your sales pipeline. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we have X million in our pipeline. Well, what is it today? Uh, we, we honestly don't know okay. uh, how it will impact it. How will, in other words, we also have a, like a couple of big deals in our pipeline that are global. How will this affect them? I don't know. Um, okay. We'll see. Yeah. Now, so then, so on the software side in my world, I have that set of concerns, but then one of the things that we talked about last time in our interview was that I've been very involved in uh, trying to build and develop properties in downtown Stillwater. Wow, let me tell you, um, I'm not sure what's going to happen there. So I am, um, and, and then you add on to that another dimension where it's just I look at my own personal balance sheet and wonder, okay, <laughs> you know, is what sort of asset reallocation process should I be going through right now? Yeah. Uh, it, so it's um, so there are lots of dimensions. I find myself, you know, in the morning feeling very sane in the afternoon feeling kind of crazy. And we're going to come back to that because I want to hit on that. But let's shift gears a little bit because, Russ, you have an established company. You've been through some downturns before. But I don't think, you know, I told my kids, I said, I'm 50. I've never seen anything like this. And, and I think you're the same. I want to shift to Jenny because mm -hmm. here we have, uh, for all intents and purposes, a younger entrepreneur or, or younger in their entrepreneurial journey. So, Jenny, what are some of the things? First of all, you're back in Stillwater. Um, I, I don't want to say fleeing COVID-19, but you're finding refuge in Stillwater what what does this all mean for you and, and what you're confronting right now with with your business? Right. So the clients that I serve that I service are going through a lot and leading with empathy is one of the key aspects of what is called for me. And then 
that trickles down into various areas of their business. So two of my clients have already had to do layoffs. One has had to take the remaining part of their staff to part-time. There's so much unknown because in working with brands that are at the retail level, but also the direct-to-consumer level, um, depending on where their revenue comes from and their revenue streams and how that's allocated, this is a this can be and is a really scary time. You know, the questions and the fears that I hear my dad expressing or those that my clients are expressing to me. Um, from a more practical perspective, I'm helping them go in and restructure their budgets and get really smart about where they're spending, where they're pulling back. Obviously, there's a lot of short-term dollars that are not being spent because areas of the business are completely shut down. And then there are areas of the business that we really need to scale into because nimbleness is king right now and testing is king right now. Business as we see it is not the same that it was before. And I personally really believe it's not going to be the same ever again. And so those that are, those that are early to the market in terms of pivoting and pivoting their strategy are those that are going to be among the first to the market in general, because, you know, we talk about, oh, Uber was first to the market, right? We're going to see a lot of that happen as we continue to go into this next phase of commerce and business. And as we exit all of these shutdowns and the world starts moving like it was before, business will still not really be the same again. And I think all of the entrepreneurs, all the business owners, um, the earlier that they react to that reality, the stronger and healthier they'll get their business to recoup. It, that is that is a really good point. And it's one of the things we've been doing a series of things over the last couple of weeks to broaden the community and be available to the community. Because, you know, we talk about you can either in these type of moments, you fight, you flight or you freeze. And, you know, one of the one of the great things about it is looking at your mission right now, I think. And, and it's what do we solve for our clients? Right. Mm-hmm. And is that is that still valuable coming on the outside of this thing? Things have changed a little bit. And I I use, you know, like this video conferencing, this call that we're having today. This is going to be I think this is going to be something that's going to be more of the norm. Does it apply in app, in applications like education and business? You know, what? who wins, who loses? Um, but to your point, how do you – but I, I'm curious to know in your mind, so, so if a business owner is out there right now with their business and they're thinking about a new pivot concept, what would you do to test that? So practically speaking, I would ask them, are – what are their different communication channels with their customers? Because ultimately, I think for a brand to really engage with their customers while leading with empathy is key. And that's 
how I need to service my clients and help them service their customers in that way. So it's a full ecosystem. Um, from a customer retention perspective and customer growth perspective, the key channels are email, organic social media, paid social media, and other various channels of paid advertising that are your easiest channels to really drive and own that message the way that you believe you want your product or your voice or your brand to come across to your existing customers and new customers. So say right now, a brand out there is wanting to prospect and get new customers while everyone is on their phone and on technology and at home, right? So you can A-B test different messages, maybe A-B test an evergreen message just around the brand and then test it against something that actually speaks to the time. Like, are you having a hard time staying at home and really speaking to it and seeing which one is resonating better? I think the I love that you had mentioned the fight, flight, or freeze. And those that freeze in this time, they're going to be late to market. And it's just, it's not a time to A, get intimidated. It's not a time to say, oh, that's not my expertise. This is a time to say, let's do everything. Let's try everything. I know I've never gotten in the back end of Google search, but I'm going to do that. I'm going to learn that. I'm going to get on LinkedIn and find an expert that can help me, that can walk me through this. That is the business climate that we're in. And that entrepreneurial spirit is what will get these brands over the hump. But if you're having a big box, big, level moment and saying, this isn't my purview, you're going to get left in the dust. So what I hear you saying, if we went back to the old Stephen Covey four quadrants exercise, which I was just privy to um, today with, with a friend of mine, John Warlow, this is the time to be going back and looking at those things that are important, but haven't been urgent for you as a business owner, because you've been doing all the other things. Um, and, and I love that. And thank you so much for sharing that. Let, let's, let's go back, Russ, let's go back for a second. You know, it hit me because I know you're a thinker and you're thinking about the business. You're thinking about the future. You're thinking about the real estate that's near and dear to your heart. And, and you're thinking like, like all of us, right? Like the impact to your financial statement right now. And Jenny, this is really for both you guys, but Russ, we'll start with you. What are you doing? What are you doing to keep your sanity? Because you said, hey, you're waking up feeling one way. And let's be honest, we get tired, we get drained, we need a Snickers bar, right? um, What are you doing to keep the sanity through all this? Oh, my, that's a good question. Um, Well, um, my my sanity achieving tactics have changed just a little bit. Um, a, a week and a half ago or 12 days ago, I was actually in Los Angeles working with a customer. And so when all this started happening, I got on an airplane. I, I, I actually ate dinner with Jenny and her husband. I got on an airplane the next day and flew back to Oklahoma. 
I actually, I was firmly convinced that I had been exposed to, to COVID-19. And so I kind of put myself in a state of um, isolation. And so my survival strategy during that time was um, stay by myself, uh, sleep as much as I could, because I figured that would boost my immune system, and uh, go outdoors and just do some projects. And so I, I've, I always seem to have some never-ending project around the house. And so I went out and started working on one of them. And, you know, just for me, I, I don't know if, well, I think a lot of other entrepreneurs are like this, especially entrepreneurs who work in segments of, you know, whether it's uh, software technology or marketing services or financial services. I mean, you're working with your brain all the time. And our heads, my head, I can't say all of our heads, but at least my head gets in this really tight loop, just thinking and thinking and thinking. The only way I can kind of jar my body and my brain out of that is by going and doing things with my hands, being physical, right? Mm -hmm. So um, so whether that, that takes the form of something as simple as going on a walk or exercising or, for me, working in the yard or building something, I mean, those are those really do, for me, um, help kind of keep the sanity. So tonight, uh, when the insanity ends and I can't stand the news anymore, I'm going to go out and I'm going to build some uh, lighting for a landscaping project I've been working on, right? Just as therapy. That's it. It's just, it's just therapy. Good. And Good. I bet Jenny is going to be on my Peloton. Is she going to be on the Peloton? She's going to be on that my Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny, what are you doing to kind of keep the sanity? Right. So, you know, it's not far off from what I already did except for we're just a little limited in terms of our contact with people because I was mostly remote as it was. And so there were things that I had to build into my day that I'm just continuing on. Some of these look a little different. I'm not going to a gym. I'm luckily able to use my parents' Peloton. Uh, but you know, it is so important to drop into the body every single day, whatever that looks like to someone for me, that looks like getting my heart rate up and sweating for 45 minutes to an hour. But for others, it might look like meditating and dropping into how their body physically feels. Um, eating healthy, practically, drinking tons of water, getting as much sleep as you can and keeping on a schedule are things that really keep me sane. I give myself 10 minutes where I'm allowed to look through my Instagram feed and that's it. So I don't get lost in everyone else's story. Is that why you, is that why you don't comment on my Instagram feed? <laughs> Oh, now I know. She's trying to manage the sanity. Also, you know, one more thing is I think it is so easy as entrepreneurs and business owners to really get caught in what does this mean for me and poor me and how can I, you know, try and navigate the storm and protect future storms. But the biggest thing that has always helped and has continued to help for me is 
who can I help right now? And how can I offer that help? And what does that look like within being smart of staying isolated? Um, And so I think that's actually as equally important to drop into compassion with another group of people with how they're affected. Business owners are affected in a very unique way, but the homeless is affected in a unique way and how how are ways that I can drop into putting forward some sort of resource or energy toward another group, people group that is an affected in a totally different way. It, it is really amazing when we take the focus off of us and we put it outward towards helping mm-hmm. other people that a, a lot of, I see a lot of anxiety. I don't have time for anxiety. I don't have time to stress because you're focused on being of value to those other people. So that's great, great stuff. Guys, I'm looking at this, and Russ, I want to come back to you. One of the themes I'm seeing over and over again, and I hope our audience understands it, is we are still allowed to take a walk and be outside, and there's something about the trees and nature that that does something. So um, I appreciate you. I really appreciate you guys sharing that with us. Listen, we, we, we've gone a little longer, um, but that's okay. We will we're coming to the end here. And so I always want to share if, if somebody is inspired and wants to connect somehow, ask you a question or whatever, um, I want to give each of you an opportunity to just share the best way for somebody to reach out to you. Is the best way to reach out to me. My email is Jenny, J E N N I E at flow F L O W E dot B I Z. And for me, probably the easiest way to get in touch is through LinkedIn. You can just look me up by name, uh, Russell Tubner or Russ Tubner. There aren't too many of us roaming around and um, you'll um, you'll find that. Okay. well, listen, guys, you've been listening to a special episode of the Over 50 Entrepreneur podcast. Make sure to go to our website, www.epicsbiz, that's epicsbiz.com forward slash podcast for this podcast, the show notes with all the information in it. And be sure to check out our website for other resources. Also, if you would like to be included in some of the other uh, things that we're doing, we're doing a Friday call, Zoom call for our business owner communities. If you'd like to be a part of that and get an invite invitation, just email me at rick at epicsbiz.com and we'll make sure to get that information out to you as well. And again, appreciate you listening. Until next time, remember, we're only getting started. Entrepreneur Podcast is sponsored by Epic Business Advisory, where we help entrepreneurs escape the owner's trap, build businesses that can succeed without you, allowing you the opportunity to realize more freedom, think bigger, and pursue next-level goals. Download our freedom formula at epicsbiz.com formula. And remember, we're only getting started.